you're listening to the Game One podcast. I'm here at Fairfields out with Charlie Bill, and it's not raining. I know, cold, back to the cold weather, but um, I was out in it in minus five this morning. I, I like the cold, I don't mind it. As long as it's dry, I can live with it. Last week was horrendous. But... Now, last year you had a challenge to run every day. Are you doing that this year as well? No. Nah. Okay. No, that, that stopped second. I, I, <laughs> second I, January, I, I'll, get, I'll get out. I've been getting out every Saturday, still going for a little runs here and there. Okay, to okay. keep myself ticking over, but yeah, it's been uh, a lot busier. So. Sure. Let's get in there. Let's talk about Sunday. But tell me about what you thought about Reading. We, we, we learned a lot from last year and, and that definitely helped. We had footage on their previous games. I think whenever you come up against a, a younger group, look, some of their players have been in and around their first team, have been training within their first team. So technically good footballers. But I think our biggest thing was we had to set the intensity. Uh, and, and I thought we did that from minute one and the first half blew them out of the way. Um, I mean, blew them out of water kind of thing. Even their management spoke to me at the end and he just said we haven't had that intensity that we've come up against this season. And I think that was the key. I, th- I think you saw second half, they grew into it more and was better on the ball and, and used the ball better. And without causing us too many problems, it certainly was, I think, we had to set the tone and, and we certainly did that. We didn't let them out first half. And then the moments we did have, the, certainly the first two goals, what what quality goals scored uh, and ruthless again. We keep saying it each week, but but that is moles in a, nut, in a nutshell almost. Uh, and with an individual brilliance and then a well-worked, obviously, goal for the, for the third own goal. But... We, we learned a lot from that and I think, yeah, the drive that this group has got now, they, they wanted to react from last week. The disappointment of still such a good performance, but obviously losing it and, and the carrot of getting to a cup final. So I just felt that in the first 45 minutes, we would have matched any team on our day. And, and in cup football, when you go three goals ahead, it's it's about then winning the tie. You, you want to play well for 90 minutes, but we kept a clean sheet, which we said to them at half-time, we don't want this to be a, a 5-1, a 6-1, where you go and get try and get loads more goals. And then concede one. We wanted that clean sheet, and the back four were determined for that. And and in the end, yeah, we we, we managed to see the, the 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 game out relatively comfortable. Let's talk about our back four. Phenomenal. There's strength there right now, and and people have come into their own, haven't they? And I feel like I mean, it's hard then, right, for Sophia. It's half healthy but to to watch on. But actually, in like, yes, we what a game to be fighting for. And our back four showed off. There, there was like little or nothing that Chloe had to do, although moments of brilliance in the second half where they did get through, but our back four have grown. Yeah, massively, and and, and it makes it tough for, obviously, the players who, who aren't starting because as a back four, I think the biggest thing is having that consistency. Obviously, when Soph then got injured, uh, our first game was away to Ipswich that we had to go Hannah Warren in the centre-back, and, and notably, obviously, we conceded goals in that game, but they were still learning each other's games. Since then, we've... Obviously kept clean sheets against Gillingham, London Bees, Exeter away, when, um, Sunday, Oxford should have kept one, barring obviously that decision. Mole Barton, we can see the last minute free kick, which again is a dubious one. So I think um, that would have been six clean sheets in our last eight. They've certainly started to learn how each other play and, and they just pride themselves on, on keeping the ball out of the back of the net. And when you've got that consistency, it's exciting that you've got Soap to come back in. You've got young Alice, who obviously started for the 23s on, on Sunday. You've got Hannah Samuels. You've got Hannah Davis. You've got quality to back up that. But also, yeah, when, when you've got consistency of a performing back four and five with Chloe, it, it kind of picks picks them on the on the starting lineup for, for the week after because of because of what they're doing. 100%. 100%. I promise not to use the word momentum again, but I have to because I think we're... We're in good form for when the league games are in hand because if we play our league games like we're playing our cup games, then we, like you said last week, we fear no one. Definitely, and 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 like we spoke last week, 
that was why I felt this Sunday or last Sunday was so important because we didn't want to lose that and then go into a Watford game where you're then almost going, we have to win this game because we're, it's two losses on the bounce. So we, we continued what we've set in, 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 the, in the back end of 2022 and into 2023. And, and yeah, and the exciting thing is we go away to Watford next and then we've got three home league games and our home league form has been very good this season. So I'm looking forward to the Cup game Sunday, but I'm also looking forward to the block of seven, eight league games where I feel that we'll show this and, and I have no doubt we'll pick up a lot of points in them, in them games in, in the build-up to obviously the County Cup final um, coming in, that's coming in back end of March now. So yeah, league games up until then um, to look forward to that cup. But as you say, I think it's just, we're, we're chomping at a bit every week. We just want the next Sunday to come because we're looking forward to Watford. You could often fear them being relegated from the championship this uh, last season. But again, we're looking forward to the challenge. We want to go there. We want to go and cause probably an upset in some people's eyes because they'll see Watford as favourites. Uh, same thing when Ports have come here. But we know we know that on our day, we, we can beat anyone and, and we have full confidence in that now. We'll talk about Watford in just a moment. We're going to talk about Hannah Davis, who we've not seen for a little while. Find out why, see what's going on with her. But the let's go back to that audacity of Molly Cooper. Honestly, I mean... I don't think I've seen a goal like that from her at all, ever. I know, it's, it's, uh, it just goes to show a player like Moles is, like I keep saying, she's got such a variety of goals she can score, whether it's headers, whether it's tappings, whether it's from the outside of the box, whether it's inside, and then this one, the movement to get in front and the volley, which was was kind of, of equally the, the quality of the cross from Kerry. Yes. Um, fantastic cross, and we actually worked from the throw-in really well. Um, but like I keep saying, you see a player with confidence and... Everything, every contact that Moles is making is she's getting good contact on it, and yeah, what what a finish it was! Um, not a diff, uh, not an easy one at all. Made it look incredibly easy, but yeah, incredibly difficult to do that on the run, on the volley, and and yeah, the composure to to put it, uh, put it past the keeper and ask her to do that again and be very difficult, right? <laughs> Honestly, but what a lob! And we just went crazy in the crowd. Um, I couldn't shout Wembley because I know we're not going Wembley. Do you know what I mean? But I I just thought you know there's a moment where that makes her a marked player. Yeah, no, I think so. And and like I said, we do our analysis on on teams and I have no doubt back end of kind of uh, this this league or these league games, people are gonna see Moles are now sixteen goals. She yeah. is she is a threat. Um but I think what we're doing nicely in, in games at the moment is Moles is getting her one or two chances and taking them. And in games where I felt, for example, Sunday in in the build up involved, her involvement wasn't as big as she has been. But then you've got players like Andrew who have stepped up. Then yeah. you've got players like Laura off, off the right as well. Then you've got the midfield three who are joining in. So if there's a case that Moles isn't having a, the best game or being involved, you still bank on her to get a goal because how confident she is. So that's really, really nice that if teams were trying to nullify the R threat through her, I feel that that would just open up another space for another player um, to then go and exploit. You, you certainly probably have a, a lot of people eyeing her up in, in their analysis uh, moving forward. Oh, 100%. And with 16 on the clock. I mean, honestly, that, that post was so last week, 15, right? You have to, you're going to have to change it regularly, I'm more than sure. And you said, like, even last week, there's probably 25 goals in her in this particular season. And you started Angeline straight away. Anne just had some setbacks, injury setbacks, and then it was a case of building her back in. I sat down, sat down with Anne, and there were some areas of the game that she had to learn, and, and she worked hard on that. I think Exeter come on and showed it, scored the, the second goal to kill the game. Come on against Charlton was really good again, and, and we kind of adapted her position on Sunday. And we know her talent she's got when she's running at full-backs, when she's running at players, and she earned the right. And, and, and like we always say within this side, if, if someone's working hard, if someone puts in performances that allows for changes or, or to bring that player in and, and, and certainly showed that and, 
and that was the occasion for her to step up and and kind of by God did she step up again Sunday yeah and, yeah and that and that's the nice thing with this squad you now know as I say it might be another player stepping up this Sunday Rene at half time gets called upon because Rianne gets it gets an injury steps up again so you know at any point that at this season the 17 name we've got we could name a completely different 11 Sunday and and I'd believe that that team would put in as good a performance as this 11 and um, because of the because of the squad we've got and, and the confidence that's not just us the 23s keep winning games and, and that breeds confidence as well yeah confidence breeds confidence and momentum builds momentum and uh, we spoke at the last in the last week because we thought I thought oh, I didn't want to run of like losses or whatever and that, that's what it worried me and I thought ah oh, even arriving here on Sunday I thought oh come on Reading gives a great game and that's great because we step up when that happens we know we do and so there's a moment there where you go you got to the Reading and you're Reading didn't show up, and it's like, ah, oh. but moments of brilliance in the second half, and well done to the team for keeping it under wraps as well. And Rene is a fighter as well, right? Yeah, it got me a bit worried when <laughs> she got booked, and then there was another chat. I mean, the first one I felt was incredibly harsh. I think yeah. that was just a build up of challenges, and she was the next one to make one, and she'd only been on the pitch five minutes. So I don't think it was a yellow card, and then it, yeah. Had me a bit nervy when she made another one and had another talking to. But yeah, again, she's worked hard. She's come through our 23s or an RTC in our 23s. And and again, Exeter, she comes on at halftime. Uh, Sunday, she comes on at halftime. So she, again, is any any moment she's given that opportunity, she she is a real hard-working individual. Yeah. So yeah, again, really, really pleased for, pleased for her. Yeah. Uh, Russia, right though? Yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, we're still waiting for, for this weekend. We don't know what that looks like. Um, it's not going to be a long-term one. It is going to be short-term, but also, yeah, we, we have to balance out as, as big as Sunday is. We don't want to push her to the limit to then lose her for five or six league games. So you're always balancing that as, as kind of a manager and staff to go, OK, we want to play our strongest team, but is that going to impact for future games? So, yeah, at the moment, yeah, a little bit unknown. Um, we know the pain's gone down today, which is really nice to hear. And, and, and again, it's not going to be a, a longer term one. It's just going to be management, manage her this week and see how she comes through to, to, to ultimately make a decision which is best for her and us for, for, for Sunday. Uh, nearly a goal as well from outside of the box. Yeah, no, nearly, yeah. For, I, I said to her, I said, when she went off, I went, seriously, you've got, the, you've got goals in you. Do you know what I mean? And I thought... That goalkeeper is always off the line. You hear me going, shoot. Because even Chloe, I go, shoot, because like, they're off the line. Come on. <laughs> uh, Hannah Davis, uh, been with us now for what, two years. Yeah. Had an injury immediately when she arrived, but you still signed her because you see something in her, right? Yeah, Hannah Davis is a really, really good individual. She's such a good character. And, and a player that hasn't had a kind of naturally massive part on the pitch at the moment. She's been involved in squads. And, and again, she understands and the quality that we've got in terms of fullback areas at the moment. And, and how tough it is to get back in, um, which, which, yeah, again, uh, she's been open and honest and understands that, and, and we understand that and have them conversations with that journey of her. But uh, again, you need characters like her because she wants to be starting games, she's working hard, but if she's not starting games, she's still so motivated for the team. She's there well, during the injury, she was there home and away. She um, she went and played for the 23s, actually got the assist for the winner on, on, on Sunday. So, yeah, she come through that, um, a little bit of a not not too bad but again it's just building that back in it was uh, it was a really bad injury and a shame for her a couple of years ago pre-season it actually took a long long while to get her back in and, and get her back kind of to full fitness and she's probably still on that journey now but um, yeah I've got a really good relationship with Han and, and she has with, with the whole group and, and, and they kind of respect her fully and, and uh, yeah a really nice individual It's hard though isn't it when you are a player you've just arrived get injured and like you haven't got a chance even to play with everybody, and 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 that's a way of bonding, isn't it, for the women on the pitch as well as off the pitch? Yeah, because at the time, I mean, when she played, she was actually a trialist, so 
we felt that we saw enough of her in the glimpses, but also we felt we owed it to her because the, the worst thing is as a, as a trial, if you get injured and, and, and a club go, oh, well, we're not going to sign you now because it's a longer term one, then she's stuck in limbo a little bit mm. because she's now having to recover herself. She hasn't got a physio to support that. Beth has been fantastic with her, the whole rehab and the whole journey. And yeah, so I think that makes her feel part of this because no matter what we wanted to involve, um, it could have been easy just to say, kind of push her aside and go, look, we can't offer you anything so I think that that was an element of relief I know she was stressed worried going or after that injury because it was like I can't go to a new team now so it, yeah definitely settled her down I tell you it's really positive to hear by the way I, I don't think I've ever heard something like that and I think uh, that's really that's a really obvious thing to for you to say but actually for us as a listener I was going that's really positive because you wouldn't think about that if someone came as a trialist got injured and then had nowhere to go and they had to sort themselves out so Thank you on behalf of MK Dots for looking after it. I think well done to you. Absolutely, 100%. Well done to Beth as well. We must get Beth on the podcast, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Have to, must yeah. get on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe she could do a massage at the same time because I'm desperate right now. Don't judge. Uh, right, let's hear from Hannah Davis now. <laughs> Hannah, you've been with the team for two years, but like that, it's not really been two years, has it? <laughs> No, it doesn't feel like that. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, when I when I first signed, I, I picked up quite a bad injury. I think it was the last game of pre-season. So it was, a, it was really disappointing. Played about five or six games and, yeah, hurt my ankle. And uh, it's been a bit of a struggle since then to get to get back fit. But I'm now sort of at a point finally where I'm, I'm trying to get some, some 90 minutes, 23s, and try and build up some fitness and sharpness again because, yeah, it's a long time to... Yeah, and and football is like that when it when it's so much that passion, and then you lose the the bit that you can do the job with. If it's football, it's like you're either fit or you're not, right? Exactly. Yeah, and I think it's really difficult because your your mind is still totally switched on, and you you know you're you're watching from the sides, and you you, you see things that you you want to do, but you know your body just can't do it at the moment, and you have to be really patient and do all the, the boring rehab and things like that and yeah to have that happen quite early on I was new to the area new to the team I was trying to get to know the girls and that's just that little bit harder to do when you're actually on the sideline so um but I was just trying to stay positive throughout that because this was still at a time where we we had COVID and a lot of that season was actually disrupted with COVID still so I was sort of saying to myself oh you know at least in a way you know a lot of the season is disrupted anyway maybe I'm not missing as much as I I would if I'd done this later or earlier. So we had a lot of cancelled games and, and cancelled football through that time. So in a way, I was trying to stay positive and think of it like that. What support did you have to keep you positive like that? Though? So lo- loads of support from like Charlie, Mark and Ethan, physios, Beth and it was Caitlin at the time. So I was going every week to training to, to do my rehab. And yeah, Charlie was checking in all the time to see how I was getting on. We were doing quite a bit over zoom together as well so um yeah we had like lots of contact a few sort of social bits and stuff going on so I still felt like really involved so I was really thankful to like you know Charlie and the rest of the staff for that so they were really good family positive family around you as well yeah amazing family so I don't live at home but I was I just moved to the St Albans area and then after having done that injury I did actually have to move back in with them for a little bit because I was in a boot on crutches I just moved into a flat on the fourth floor so I there was no way I was going to be managing on my own so I actually got to spend some nice time with my family for a few months until I was off crutches so yeah they've always been really supportive and and they're like you know 
always at the games when I'm actually playing. So yeah, they're really good. What I loved about the female game, it possibly happens still in the men's game. I hope it does. But there's a lot that does seem like a lot more family support. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's women's football does seem to have this a little bit of a nicer environment, I think, sometimes than some of the men's football. It's a little bit, I think it's a bit similar to maybe like rugby in that way where there's still an atmosphere and it's still really good, but um, it just seems a little bit more friendly and supportive. I don't know why that is, but yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I think, you know, that's a positive thing for the game. So look, outside of football, you do sports physio as well, right? Yeah, so I'm a sports rehabilitator, so I, I treat sports and injuries. Now, yeah, the irony is not lost on me there where I've like injured myself. But um, yeah, so I um, I used to work um, across various physiotherapy clinics um, doing sort of sports massage, acupuncture, exercise rehab. Um, and then uh, recently I've sort of taken the step to kind of make my own business and work for myself. So um, self-employed now so that's been really good a real challenge and yeah I'm really enjoying it you may have a bit more time on your hands to adjust your your diary so it fits in with the training and and the going to the games and everything else like that yeah yeah that's one of the the main plus sides to being self-employed is I can kind of pick and choose when I work and um things like that but I guess being quite new and starting out I do also have to kind of still say yes to every little bit of work that comes my way at the moment because it's really tough when you first start out but um as that client sort of base is building then I can be a little bit more picky so yeah that's really yeah yeah let's go back um a bit then with your life uh, in the world of football always been into football is it like um a, a sibling thing parent thing or just you went one day I just want to play football <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't really know where it's cut where it came from. From I think maybe about eight or nine, I I remember playing football. I've got two brothers, so I'm sort of the only girl. So I think maybe I think what happened is they, they were probably going to the sort of football and I didn't want to be left out. So I, I wanted to do everything that my brothers were doing and wanted to be better at it as well. So um yeah, I used to play football with my brothers, uh, and then there wasn't actually a, a, any girls' teams. Uh, in the area around that time so my dad um, sort of made a girls team for me so that I could carry on playing past 12 years old it was brilliant so yeah I've got him to thank for that really um, so yeah we made this he made this team and we were actually really good <laughs> so yeah, there's a really good girls team in the local area um, and then I after that I started playing for Ipswich um, Ipswich Towns that's where I'm from so up to women's and then moved to Bristol and then I was playing for Canesham until I moved to MK. So, how was it like playing um, in other teams like Canesham? And you play for Ipswich Town as well, right? So, yeah. uh, in the, the the academy and stuff like that, right? Was it? Yeah. So from w- when I was twelve up until playing senior football, so up until about eighteen, nineteen, when I moved away for university, I was playing with Ipswich. Um, and then, yeah, when I moved to um, Bristol area I was looking for a team that was at a sort of similar kind of level so Canesham over there is um they've just gone down from our league now obviously but they, yes, they, they have, were yeah, yeah, yeah. they were up in the in this league as well when I moved there originally so yeah I signed for them and yeah had some I think I was there about 10 years so had a really good time there um yeah it was good yeah they just had a bad season yeah and, and because four people had to go down yeah ridiculous amount of people but what a fight back for dons right yeah <laughs> that, there's the opposite story it's like yeah. come on yes i wasn't too disappointed um, yeah <laughs> no no exactly yeah don't totally so is it have you have you played Kenshin then 
um as a dons no and i would really love to actually i think it would be a good uh a really good game for me to play i don't do so i don't know too many of them now um i yeah. think a lot of them have moved on and or like retired and stuff as well so uh, maybe i'd know one or two faces but it'd be cool i think people like playing against their old clubs so um, yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, totally. And I think, yeah, no, exactly. And you like playing against players that have moved on to other clubs. Do you know what I mean? And um, you know, last season we went to see went to London Bees and saw um them playing against Jane and other people. It's just funny, and you just boo them, and, and you, you know, it's like you know, because that's it's just like common. It's panto. Do you know what I mean? So um, it's good fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, completely. And you and you spend some time in America. Yeah. So um, while I was at university, um, I sort of like froze my degree for a year in between second and third year and I went out to is Iowa of all places so not a lot going on over there but they had quite a good college team and um so I got a scholarship out there and played with a friend that I knew there as well that's how that sort of came about so uh, yeah I sort of managed to get a taste of almost what it'd be like to be a full-time footballer for a little bit yeah. as well because they take it you know if you're at a college over there playing football you're you're training three times a day alongside your your studies and stuff so um yeah it was brilliant it was a really good sort of taste of what it would be like if you were if you could do that so so wsl club rings you tomorrow hannah and says we want you to sign you're signing right i think anyone would yeah i mean i think that'd be uh pigs would also fly as well i think but yeah <laughs> i think uh yeah everyone would 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 snatch that i think yeah, yeah. Yeah. And how important is, do you see the game, the women's game growing right at the moment? Because let, let's look yesterday um, at the Arsenal game, Chelsea Arsenal, 46,000 people yeah. turned up to watch a women's game. That's your box, box, let's call it box standard, but it's your box standard game. It's no like, yeah. you know what I mean? And there's a moment where you go, come on, that's surely that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, that's amazing. And I think if that could happen you know we want to get to a point where that happens every week for all these fixtures across the, the WSL that would that would be I think the goal and I think yeah that especially after the you've already seen how much it's grown just after that Euros win I think that's just done like, massive massive things for the game um that's luck I think you went to it didn't you as well I think I was lucky yeah. lucky enough to go to that game as well it's just an amazing atmosphere um again I don't know it did still have that like friendly vibe again, even though it was a like Euros final. Um, but yeah, it's just I, I couldn't believe I was at a women's game of ninety odd thousand people. Um, I never thought I'd see that. To be fair, so it's incredible. And my very first, all my years, a um, European final, an actual genuine European final. Yeah. And we bought tickets like months before. And gone, ah, I don't know who it's going to be, but it'll be a great game. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was like Wembley was just full of, of love for one another. There was no like anger or shouting or, yeah. you know, you know, whatever, or, or any kind of racism or homophobic or whatever. It's all positive. Do you know I mean yeah. to a positive game? Yeah, no, it's really, really good. I think, um, you know, I think a lot of that, a lot of the stadium was probably full of English supporters as well, which I think just yeah. made it even louder and uh yeah, even more sort of incredible to, to, to have been there. So, yeah, it was good. Um, tell us about what's happening in the life of football with you right now, because because you've been off, because you, now you're back, you're getting your 90 minutes, but you're playing a lot more with the under 23s. So how's, the, I mean, you're, you're doing great. The under 23s are doing brilliantly. Yeah, they're doing really well. So I think they're um, maybe after this weekend, perhaps top of their league or maybe the game in hand and have the potential to go top. Um, so, yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to, to to get a bit of match fitness now so 
like I said, having 12 months of not being allowed to kick a ball is a very long time. So I've had a few sort of setbacks last year as well, where my ankle might have been okay, but just due to the, mm. the length of time I had out, it's the calf that goes or it's something else. So you really have to condition your body back up again after you've had so much time away. So um, yeah, the sort of goal for this season is to try to get some consistent sort of minutes wherever that is and yeah. try and build up and do it without breaking. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. So we've got Watford coming up this week, okay? That's going to be a cracking game. <laughs> I, I, whatever you say, where where we are right now, the momentum is growing. And I love the game on Saturday, but Sunday, by the way. I know you didn't see it, but just phenomenal to see the sheer confidence in Coops. Right? I know we're not talking about, uh, really, we're talking about you. But there's a moment <laughs> where you go, my gosh, fudge it. <laughs> oh, little lob. Yeah, <laughs> kick it in the air, whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But th- th- doesn't that show that where the team has come? And you must have seen yeah. uh, from two years ago to where we are today, a sheer contrast, maybe. Yeah, I think confidence at the moment is just so, so high as well, which which always helps. You've had such a good run of games in terms of performances and, and results as well. So, um, and yeah, to have that like performance at Charlton as well after such a long break was even more sort of pleasing, I think, as well, because it was quite a long time I think a month without any football and then you know you can come back a little bit rusty even if you have done your fitness and stuff like that so um yeah Molly, Molly Cooper's just on fire at the moment so I think with a striker once you if you are scoring goals and you find a bit of form it's just it's a nice place to be isn't it so she must be loving it <laughs> you know when you play a game Hannah you you must know this right when everything you do just works yeah. that game just like whatever you play whatever you do it just happens yeah right and then there are games you go, oh, I'm trying my fudging artist and there's nothing's <laughs> happening in this game. That, you must have games like that, right? Yeah, and it works the other way. So if you are having sometimes a little bit of a, a bad run, it can, that negative sort of, those negative thoughts can kind of get the better of you as well. So it's really important that you you have to make that decision to switch to switch up your mindset and take control and just decide to be confident because it's a lot of it is just sometimes a bit of a choice, I think. If it's not going your way, you just have to go, okay, I'm in control of this and just I'm going to decide to be confident and, and and try and get that you know goals or form or whatever it is so but yeah Molly's doing really well at the minute thank you for spending a few minutes talking about someone else that you um would you like to be the rehab side of football as well is that something that you're interested in yeah I think one day I think at the minute um because I've I think I've got a a little bit left in me <laughs> to carry yeah, on playing sure. so I think I did think about coaching. I spoke to to JD about this a little bit when I first did my injury. I just thought oh, I'm going to need something to. I've got a long yeah. time out. Maybe I'll get involved in the coaching. It didn't quite work out with with travelling and stuff like that. But I think for now, I'd I'd find that really difficult when I still still want to play. I think I'd find yeah. it you know just quite hard to let go of that because nothing will replace playing. I don't think you know I enjoy no. it so much that I don't think I could go straight into it. But I think. Maybe one day if I have a little bit of a break from the game and then maybe come back, I'd love to get into coaching or, um, yeah, maybe more coaching rather than the, the physio side, actually. So, yeah, maybe in the future. Hannah, you know you're still young, right? You're not like old. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well. I mean, um... I, honestly, I'm thinking, hang on a minute. She's not like, she's not. She's, I, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, my ankle feels old at the moment. <laughs> yes, I yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah. Your ankle is 85. Yeah, I have a 70-year-old ankle, so... <laughs> Oh, but no, it's cool. Where, where would you like to see Dons be 
say five years time three years time two years time whatever. Top, top top level like yeah. five years time you know i think um if you just look at the progress we've made for within one season it's we're like unrecognizable and i know we did have quite a few unlucky almost results in that in just last season where we had a lot of one nils two ones or draws where we could have got so much more out of the game and those things make a huge difference in such a tight league so um but you know i i, I think we should be aiming to in five years to see mk dons at the top level i'm right but i'm right behind you um can everyone not be called hannah i mean or like it's just really difficult so i mean so i mean why yeah. have so many hannahs in one team i mean is that in, I mean, in one position as well. So I think we're, yeah, all, we're no, all fullbacks. I think actually one of the preseason friendlies. I think we had. Oh, did you three, okay? Yeah, but I think we had three Hannahs in in the back line in a row as well. It made it really really difficult <laughs> to know what was going on in a way. But yeah. But we want you back. Um, not that we don't. We know you're back in doing some stuff with them. Yeah. But uh, we want you back in the main team. What was what, the chances? Where are we going? How's it going? What's it What's it looking like? How How long ahead are we doing? Uh, I mean hopefully as soon as possible but I am quite I am quite realistic and um you know I do know that I'm I'm quite a bit off um getting match fit and stuff like that and also that even since my injury the team has come on so much as well so it it feels even more kind of you know longer to go which is a good thing because that back four is so so good and so strong annoying annoying right no I'm joking I'm joking um so yeah it just means I've got to you know I've got to get even better so yeah we'll see now there's a challenge yeah got to, that's what's got to happen isn't it yeah definitely and what a good challenge to have i mean sophia must be feeling the same right um and she must be going oh i just want to get back out there now yeah but ruddy look at the blooming heck what's happening <laughs> stop yeah no like hannah warren's gone gone in there and done such a good yeah. job and she looks like a centre-back now she looks like she's done it yeah all but you know for her whole um yeah playing career so yeah, and same as LB as well. LB's had a yes, I know. had a nasty injury, so um, yeah, she'll be looking at how well the team's doing as well, and just gives a bit more, you know, motivation to get even better. Is that something you can help people with as well in your professional capacity? Um, I mean, ACL is yeah. one of those things a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, I think so. So, like when I was sort of injured, I kind of. Um, spent a lot of time with other injured players as well so we all do yeah. our, our rehab together so we were sort of um sort of sharing ideas and things like that and um I think it helps if you know I have an understanding of of like their time scales and what's what's normal and what's not normal so people are worried about oh this and that is still swollen you know I can let them know oh that's quite normal and this will happen or whatever yeah. so um yeah. yeah it's 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 useful but Anna, we look forward to seeing you back on the pitch. Thank you. Um, may, look, we need another double then, um, a double-double, where we uh, came to watch um, the M23s play and then we watched the um, first team play. I thought it was a great idea. Yeah. She only thought that was a great idea. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm happy to spend my Sunday cheering, uh, losing my voice before the main main game, No, but cheering you guys on because yeah. like you, you are playing so well at the moment. It's just very encouraging. And what a great challenge for the first team and the under-23s to go, oh my gosh, we got to do better than you or you got to do better than us. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like friendly rivalry and banter, but it's all, all very positive. So Yeah, it's really good. And it's good to have, you know, the 23s doing so well also impacts the first team really well as well because, mm. you know, we come up against those players in training and you want to play against more of a challenge. You want to play yeah. against better better player so with them doing so well it just pushes the first team on even more as well but and then it might be a challenge for the younger 23s to play 
the first team, which is really good for their development too. So it's really good to have both. Uh, right. Okay. This is it. Thank you so much for being on the Game On podcast. Love you to chat to you, Hannah. Um, look forward to seeing you around the side saying, come on, you dogs. <laughs> In, in in two, three years' time, we'll have another chat yeah. whilst whilst we're supping, you know, a champagne, watching, <laughs> you know, Dons versus Arsenal, right? Yeah. Um, and that'll be that'll be amazing. So um and winning, of course. And with mm-hmm. 90,000 people there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a yeah, few more than they had more, the other yeah. day. <laughs> just a few more. <laughs> uh right, love you to talk to you, Hannah. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks, Simon. You too. Thanks. She's a physio as well. She does rehabilitation. She could have healed herself. What's she doing? <laughs> yeah, no, it does help sometimes. I think when um, I think Sophie's going through that process as well, yeah. um, as well now. So probably does help himself and not a kind of diagnose himself. But I think when they have injuries, knocks, stuff like that, it probably yeah they can support herself a little bit more. Um, obviously, get experts to support with that rehab. But um, yeah, she uh, yeah she probably was hoping that she could hurry herself up. Probably a bit of frustration with that as well. So we're playing, we're playing Watford uh, this coming Sunday down at Wildstone's ground. Go on, you got no fans. I hope he's there. I hope he's there. Not even like for no other reason. You know what I mean, um, uh, Wildstone was the first club I supported, by the way, uh, because that, I lived in Harrow and Wildstone was my local club, actual genuine local club, until Tesco's bought the ground. That's another thing altogether. Um, do you think Watford have got something to prove? I think so. I think there's a, I do think there's a lot of pressure around the club. I know they've got from coming down they still kept a lot of their budget so probably got the the biggest budget in our league so um they they will be trying to push for to win the league again they've got some some players who have played a lot of players who have played championship last season and they're and they're and they're a really really experienced squad we've probably got a lot of youth uh, around us but they've probably got a lot of experience but we've always had really good games against Watford um a local rival and and um yeah I know we're gonna well step up to the plate I know that we're going to enjoy the occasion and it, it will be I keep saying it but every game we've had the FA Cup we had the semi-final and then the quarter-final of a national cup it's going to be the um it's going to be a really really good cup tie but I feel that we're going into it I don't use this word kind of I, I use this word quite a lot in terms of like a free hit to the players I don't mean yep. it in terms of a free hit that we can turn up if we lose the game convincingly we're going to be happy and walk away but I think there's a lot of pressure off of us they will probably have the pressures needing to or push on as, as the home side but also we, we, we're in a good run of form we've got ourselves to a cup final so I, I do think you'll probably see us there'll be less nerves around Sunday which sometimes when you take the nerves out of it you get an even better performance so yeah it will prepare well because after that, we still got them twice in the league. In, in, I know, in, like, in, in very short. Weeks. Yes, so, exactly. So it probably will help us with our preparation for them two league games as well. So, um, yeah, I, I can't wait again. As good as Charlton, right? Because they were a championship side. Charlton's a championship side. We play. We can play up to championship, toe-to-toe, meet them and, and get some games on and do some damage. Do you know what I mean? And it's that... It's just that last 10 minutes, right? I mean, it'll be just great to see another quality team, surely. Yeah, and that's and that's exactly that. And then we go Portsmouth at home again. Maybe Ipswich the weekend. They're sitting third, so it is big game after big game. So, but I think when you play them big games, players give an extra five percent because they see how big it is. I mean, you, we know Gems obviously work was part of them last year, yes. so I have no doubt that it's it's the first time she's going to go back to her old club and play there. So I have no doubt 
how well she's playing that she can't wait to go probably prove them wrong a little bit because I think Gemma's a fantastic footballer that didn't get the opportunities there and wasn't fairly treated. Um, so I know that she'll be probably looking forward to Sunday. And she's so confident on the ball right now. Did you, you saw that Sunday with us alongside everyone went, Gemma's got it together, hasn't she? Do you know what I mean? There's a formidable player there. I mean, I know we talk about the strikers all the time, but what formidable um, player like Gemma is at the moment as well. Yeah. Yeah, she's made it. I mean, she's... I said it kind of um, before last Sunday. I think the midfield three have just... Sometimes we've wanted to tweak change formation, but I, none of them can be dropped at the moment because all three of them... I think the balance of the midfield where where Jem screens it really well, plays a role as a holding midfielder well. You've got Rushy's intensity that goes around the pitch and then you've got Nick's obviously technical quality as a free. They just balance their self out fantastically well. So, yeah, she. I just love her journey of the last 12 months where she come probably into us lowest of confidence she's had. She needed a low move to get, obviously, game time. She heard good things about us and then just the way that she's grown in the last 12 months. She's a big character for, for our group and out there on the pitch and... It's so nice to see. I think that's, uh, as a coach, you again, you love winning games of football. You love going on runs. But seeing a player's journey in a year of going, I can't even begin to believe what you looked at like a year mm, ago to mm, now. You look mm. like two different players. It's, it's as if that you, she, she probably could have been a player that if we were looking in the, in the mail game, brought for five, 10 million and yes. probably you'd look at her like a 75, 80 million pound player now. That's that's the transition she's made. And um, it's it's so pleasing to see for such a hard-working individual so yeah it's uh, it'll be a nice occasion for her and hopefully the team can step up um to, to, to hopefully yeah smile on her face as she walks off Sunday we will be cheering obviously because we'll be there because we just can't wait to see um uh, a cracking game a, a great cup to be involved in come on you Johns Charlie we're right behind you and lastly great crowd wasn't it I was I couldn't believe I couldn't get to the front. There was like a crow of people in front of me. I, like, oh, I should have got there earlier. How amazing! Like that's brilliant, right? I think I think the whole thing. I think the I know the the MK um, DSA are jumping on everything we're doing at the moment. They're supporting obviously the club, getting even if it's here, getting all the communications out, all to kind of yeah, um, information out through the club. And 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 I think it's just I keep saying. It, we're an exciting team to watch. Whether we win or lose games of football, mm. I don't think I've walked away from a game this season gone. That's been really boring. And and, and that's one thing that we want to want to bring. Okay, at times it's risky. At times it could go, it could backfire. You saw, let's say, Portsmouth away when yes. we went 3-0 down in the first half. It's, even Ipswich, we, we never want, we never felt, well, you know what, we're going to drop off, we're going to sit off because we, we go, okay, we go 3-0 down, go and get the next goal, okay, 4, go. And, and, and that's our mindset. So I think that always breeds an exciting game. Um, I think we have a joke with Motty, he hasn't had a nil-nil in so many games no. and, and keeps saying, I don't think we're going to give him one, but touch wood, it's not, not this weekend now. But, okay, uh, no. but yeah. No, we can't have the one this week. No, definitely. It, would, it wouldn't be a replay, would it? It would be extra, extra, extra time, time and penalties. penalties. Oh, my gosh. I, I haven't yet seen us in a penalty situation. Let's not talk about it this time, okay? Cause, but I will talk about it penalties at some point. Do you have a plan? How does that work? What have you planned for it? That might even happen in the County Cup. Might, might it? So it might even happen in the County Cup. So look, I don't want to jinx it for this weekend. Not that it would. Touch wood. <laughs> but um, no, no, I'm not a believer in that. But now I'm going to ask you that question. Anyway, look. Come on, you Johns. This Sunday, come to Watford. It's in Ryslip. How great is the ground? To be fair, because they played at King Langley so the last four ah, seasons. So okay. actually, it's a new ground they're playing at this season. So I've never actually been there. I think it's quite a good setup. King Langley was always quite a nice setup there. Sure. So um, yeah, I've not actually been. So it'll be, yeah, a new one. Right, come on, Johns. 
And uh, thank you, Charlie Bell.